Can I roll it? Hey, hey guys, this is Melinda Messi again, back for another great week. This is your co-host Tiffany, and I'm Jamila. <laughs> Alright, as you know, I always start off with the recap first. So, recap of my week. Um, I've been chilling. I've been enjoying my summer break. You guys know I'm a teacher. So I've been on break. Woo I think I'm going back next week. Summertime. You see, she's really, really excited because she doesn't have a part-time. Because I'm a teacher too. I don't have nothing to do all summer long. I do. So I do still have a part-time job as a counselor. Um, so I've been doing that all week, and I have been binge watching Netflix. I didn't know Netflix was so great. Netflix is awesome. I've been watching everything. I think I I watched well. We watched Sabrina. Teenage Witch. We watched Charmed. Um, Marlon. Yeah, Marlon. I watched all of that. I watched When They See Us, which made me cry. I still still watched it. And I watched the Oprah interview. That was good. Neverland? No, the Oprah interview with When They See Us. Oh, no, no, no. I haven't seen that yet. Really? I have to check that out. You gotta watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched the show yet. Everybody's been saying it's so, like, sad. And I just, um, I don't have room for that right now. in my uh life so um i've been watching supernatural stuff and yeah. you know, i watch mr iglesias best remember i watched mr iglesias that you just heard in the background because i accidentally clicked on it i've heard that was good it's about a school teacher right like yeah he's a, he's it's hilarious teacher. i watched that with my parents because they were here a week like two weeks ago visiting and then my brother and them came after that so of course i was watching like a bunch of freaking cartoons with my niece and nephew but anywho, yeah, they just left. I've been working out though, trying to get this body right for the summertime because I'm single, single. I say this at the beginning of all the podcasts, just so you know. Which means Jamila still has her rules, all 102 of them. I don't have 102. <laughs> you just have to be over 5'8 to ride this ride, okay? And you need a job. Again, we're still working with her, guys, <laughs> <laughs> on her standards. <laughs> I, my standards aren't that bad. They really aren't. Just don't come in my inbox with no stupid stuff because I'm going to ignore you. Again, we're going to work on her, <laughs> work on it with her, guys. Uh, a little reality base. But for now, we are going to introduce our podcast guest. Yeah. We got a special guest in the building. His name is Christopher. And a fun fact about Christopher, he helped us come up with the name Melanin Messages, which is cool, right? Yeah. Um, he's also from Brooklyn, New York. He has no kids, but he has a dog, a Rockweiler, and a German Shepherd mix. He's 31 years old. And he's a financial analyst for the Bank of America. He's been doing that for about a year. And at the same damn time, he's getting a master's degree in management from Strayer, Strayer University. Y'all know I can't talk. Strayer University. So, ladies, you know. I'm just saying, okay? Uh, do you have anything else you want to share? Absolutely. So what's going on, y'all? This is your, this is your man, Chris. Um, right now, I am uh, eager to share some insight on what I'm looking to do, my aspirations outside of what Jamila has been able to share. Um, goals align with uh, being able to shed some mentorship So to young men. So that's my mission and goal this year. So um, definitely stay on tune with that as we move forward. Yes. So let's get into this icebreaker. So this week's icebreaker is mentally stimulate me. If you have not played this at your game night, I don't know why. You need to get it together because it's 
um, created by a young black man, um, and we always support black-owned businesses around here. So we're going to play a game. We're going to ask him four questions and see what he says. So let's start with the first one. It says, your fuck buddy has called you over late one night for a quickie, but as you get undressed, someone rings the doorbell. Your fuck buddy comes back and says, their other fuck buddy forgot their underwear. And then ask you to hand it to them from beside your feet. What you gonna do? <laughs> I'm easy, I'm trying to just check out at that point. I'm I'm done. <laughs> like it's a wrap at that point. Like it's too much going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, mean that's like a STD waiting to happen. Right. I mean I don't know. There's always something. That anything could go down when you got like multiple partners going on, so it's just that's, that's just too much. much. But you'd be surprised at the amount of people who would just hand over the Jimmy draws and get their yeah. time in. Keep it track. That's true. They'd be like, that's here you go, bruh. <laughs> Do this. No. <laughs> no, baby. Put some extra starch on your drawers for you. Extra starch in the drawers. Okay. You're nasty. <laughs> okay. All right. So, next one? Yes, next one. All right. So, your partner slaps you across your face in the middle of your climax. Does this offend you? A, yes, that's too much. B, no, it only makes it better. Or C, it depends. I think it depends. I might be in the mood for it. I, it just has to be, like, if it's really at that point where it's like, all right, you know, it's powerful. I can't, I'm losing my mind. I would probably actually like it. It depends because uh, depending on how hard that slap is, we might be fighting. It might be that like their mama slap, like you know, like back in the day, we like might you know, stole be something. Fighting. Okay. <laughs> or it could be or that it slap. could be good. Like it depends. Like if we're already yeah. doing that type of stuff, then mm-hmm. you know we just roll with it. But mm-hmm. if we've been like chilling the whole night and, and just we just you like casual, and then you just all of a sudden whip back and smack me in my face, we're gonna have some problems because this wasn't a part of the agreement. I think it depends on how long you've been in a relationship. If this is a relationship based, you know, it's always cool to kind of like step it up. I think you would have to like prep me for it and tell me tonight we're going to be. You didn't know that this thing was going to happen. Yeah, though. tonight, you know, we're going to be pimps and hoes <laughs> and you the hoe. <laughs> okay. You know, so get ready. You I know. just need to know that it's coming. I don't need to know exactly when. I just need to really? know that in this, you like to slap. Okay, don't slap me and catch me off guard because so, I'm going to hit you back. So you need to be prepped before anything kind of comes you know, in your way. There's a possibility that this thing can happen. Well, we can't just know. be having sex and then I'm getting ready to climax, you're getting ready to climax, and you just draw your hand back and slap me in my face. But that's what the whole excitement about sponta- spontaneity is, right? It is. You can be spontaneous and I can still notice you into that stuff. Mm-hmm. If I don't know at all, mm-hmm. but what, it's going to be some problems. What if first. they don't know and mm-hmm. it's just that good? Like, say, right. I'm not, not, not knocking the, the game beforehand, but say uh-huh. you just do an extra move tonight and it's like getting, you know, the person they aroused. They slap me in my and face. They, you know, like they said, the ribs are good and make you want to slap your mama. So, what if it's like one of those scenarios, you know, sex so really? good, I just want to slap and make sure you What's real. The, we're going to talk about this thing. What's the difference between smacking on your face and smacking on your ass? I know those things are coming. Oh, okay. It's, okay. it's the knowledge of knowing that this is a possibility. Uh-huh. If you've never, so we've been together for like two years and you've never slapped me in my face before and then one day you just decide to slap me in my face because you watch some porn of some woman or whoever mm. gets slapped in the face 
this I mean like okay so we didn't talk about this being a possibility like okay. we need to communicate the things that we want because if mm. I would draw back and punch you in your nuts because <laughs> I saw it on a porn you would have a problem don't be slapping me in my face okay alright she laid down the law y'all she laid down the law <laughs> The whole rule. Next month. So you overhear your partner telling his or her friend how horrible the Mm. sex is for them. What you doing? Are you trying harder next time? Asking them that they don't, what they don't like about sex, cutting them off from sex or breaking up. Sex is is compatibility. I always tell everybody that, you know, any situation, you know, people kind of get into it thinking that you're just going to automatically rule the bed. And that's not always the case. Some people, it hits it off like right away, right? Just like when you kiss somebody first off, it's like, damn, that was a good kiss. It's the same thing about sex. And mm-hmm. so I would have a situation where I would have to figure out, is it a compatibility? Like, is it a will or a skill? So you have skill, will. So I have to figure out, okay, maybe we need to have a heart-to-heart about it and be like, look, so what's going on? Can we, yeah. is something we can move past? If, and it's also based on interest, too. Like, if this is somebody that I actually want to actually continually have sex with. So I'm going to want to find out, okay, what can we do to step our game up? So I would want to at least figure it out. Yeah, I would want to ask. I'm not just going to try harder next time because obviously what I'm doing is not working. So doing it harder is not exactly. going to make it work. Exactly. Uh, I'm not going to break up with them just because they have a different preference than my past partners did. Mm-hmm. So it's just a conversation. Just like I, mm-hmm. just like the slapping in the face. You have to tell me what you like. So now, I'm assuming this situation is a new partner, right? Um, It doesn't say. It doesn't say. So that's something that to be taken into yeah. account. You know what I mean? So I just think it, it needs to be a conversation. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet she looks at me like, okay, so now what are you going to say? Because you're nodding. <laughs> That's showing that I'm agreeing, but I mean, I'm not going to break up with somebody either. I I am, you have to be teachable. Yes. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of factors that come into that, <laughs> um, um, if you're teachable or not. Because if, you know, some people are flexible and some people are not. And if you're flexible enough to be like, you know, not being your feelings, if someone comes to you and says, hey, you know, what you're doing is not getting me to where I need, or mm-hmm. I see that we're not both enjoying it, mm-hmm. you know, I would, you know, ask questions on trying to figure out, too, what is the reason? Because it could be that the person's not attracted. They could get, mm-hmm. depending on the partner, if it is just a, it could be one night stand, it could be, I just started talking, it could be a relationship. Mm-hmm. And depending on, like you said, um, those factors, it really depends on if you're teachable or not. Because I'm not going right. to keep grooming and be like, okay, well, the next time, you know, I'm, maybe I can try this or you can try this. Mm-hmm. It's just like it takes effort. Like sex is like, uh, you know, being in a competitive sport. Yeah, it's, it's a like, learning experience. Yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> you know what? I hate to say this. Um, but it's just, it's just it's kind of like making your past experiences better, not thinking of the person, mm-hmm. but just knowing that, you know, what you're capable of and if that person mm-hmm. can bring that out of you because sometimes right. you have sex with somebody and it's boring that's what you give them you give them what they give you and mm-hmm. then you know everybody's not like i said flexible enough to give you a second chance because we may be like okay we're not gonna break up but you'd be surprised how many people i know mm-hmm. that are like that was whack it's mm-hmm. not happening mm-hmm. again i have yeah. i have heard yeah. of people with that experience i've literally heard friends <laughs> mm-hmm. 
leave a guy's house and I talk to him the next day and I'm like, so how was it? Uh, the sex was black without talking to him anymore. I'm like, why can't mm-hmm. you just tell him what was wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, is there anything else wrong with the dude? They'd be like, no. But just tell him what was wrong and fix that. You can fix sex. Sex is something that you can learn mm-hmm. and get better at. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to put in the work mm-hmm. and the effort to do so. I'm a true testament to that. I actually believe that you can want the best out of any experience sexually if you're willing to communicate, right? I think mm-hmm. that's the yes. biggest piece about what we're mm-hmm. talking about is, um, and what most people tend to forget is they seem to uh, miss that communication is key. You, see, you understand what I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. So I think what needs to happen is when two people say, hey, look, um, you know, this is what I'm feeling. This is going on. Be casual. I think it's such a taboo, uncomfortable thing. And especially, you got to think about it now. Like now, sex is much more, um, you know, culturally, it's it's in our face. It's all it's in our environment. It's like if you're not doing this, you're not putting it down, you know, for a man, right? For this is what men you got to think about. Mm-hmm. Then we automatically cancel. And so, and even like women now have these falsehoods about men and the expectation that they should have based on what they've seen on social media. They've got to be able to carry on this image. They've got to be able to have this drive. And not every man is going to be, oh, this Justin Slayer, this, you know, Pornhub, you know, beast or this Lexington Mm -hmm. Steel. Like that's just a falsehood. And I think that's what is clouding a lot of people. So when they come to the bedroom, Women are thinking, oh, he about to go ahead and knock my shit out the dang gone grade. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then the female is going to be like, you know. The... So what I'm, I'm seeing now is that it gives um, already a potential danger for couples or anyone really to just genuinely like each other when their first time getting in, you know, to decide and say, look, I actually want to give my body to this person or I actually want to, to do this with somebody. I mean, that competition doesn't say openly, right? But it says ultimately, this is like the expectation. And so for a woman, it's like, look, you know, I'm gonna give you like a couple of minutes. If you're not there, I'm, and I'm already uninterested. I know that's what y'all think. Like, yeah, I'm already like, he, he not even, he not even ready for me. So I'm already feeling I like, like, what what's going on? I got all this ass shaking in front of you. Is- but see, this is the thing. He's going into it like, I mean, some men and some fellas out there, if you, you know, you kind of identify what I'm saying. Some of y'all like y'all ready to go. Boom. And then let's just say you've been hyping this moment up the whole time. You've been thinking like, damn, I just, you know, talking to him for a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? We done talked about it. We done talk about what she's trying to do to me. I've been talking about what she's going to do to her. It's about to go down. And then you get to the home plate and it's like, damn, like it's just so much going on. I, I got to perform. So don't, what I'm getting at is to kind of make it simple is don't psych yourself out, fellas. Like, you know, when you think about it, just, you know, one of the biggest things that people don't do, couples think about is actually don't do is they don't give time to, you know, court the woman a little bit, you know, um, foreplay, foreplay. That's what I'm looking for. Kissing. Oh my God. Like there's so much into it in the lovemaking before any kind of penetration. It's all about, you know, the lovemaking starts at the kiss. For me, I feel like you started a kiss, you work your way down, each partner reads each other. Everybody's like, oh, let me go stick it in. You miss out so much of what's like beautiful in that moment just by, you know, rushing to the uh, to the penetration end zone. So keep it, keep it chill. Start, you know, learn your partner, learn what's going on before it even happens. I just want to say, fellas, you heard what he said. That too. Now I gotta. I'm over here quiet because I'm over here 
thinking. Uh-huh. And I completely understand. I completely agree with him. But as he was talking, I was sitting over here thinking about, okay, that's the male perspective, you know. They're going in for the home plate. It's a lot of pressure, dude. It's a lot of pressure. But what about this double standard we got going on that women have to suck dick? Because mm. it's like, you know, that is a part of you guys. You know, y'all don't cut a chick off. Well, you don't suck dick. <laughs> Well, I think we're better off as friends. It's not me, it's you. Well, it's you, because you won't suck dick, you know? But um, but you can suck a lollipop, but you won't suck dick. That's, this, these are the conversations. Or that women don't have a high sex drive, that the male is always the one that wants the sex all the time. Oh, that's definitely And that's just not, in my experience from the friends that I know or the couples that I've met, it's always the woman that wants more sex than the man does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. that is, yeah. to me, that's like a, a weird double standard just kind of like yeah. why can't women be sexual beings on their own terms why does the man have to sexualize the woman why can't mm-hmm. I want to be sexual myself and I want to experience sex and I want to try these things without somebody calling me a slut mm-hmm. without make somebody making me feel some type of way because I want to explore myself sexually or explore my sexuality why does the man only get to be get to experience and because really you're not going to figure out what you like until you a masturbate remember for the last episode we <laughs> talked about masturbation, masturbation okay. guys this is the second week we've heard this <laughs> and that's how you know what you like and b have sex like how do you know what you like look we got so, Chris over here brewing <laughs> yo i got so much brewing inside of my mind because i can't I, I mean, I could pull from just uh, like a book of just experiences, right? But I, let me just kind of get back, circle back to, and I, I, I got to just circle back to you, right? So you mentioned, you know, the first thing that was that brought up, it kind of sent up red flags in my head, was talking about the whole expectation of women sucking dick. So the thing is this, fellas, right? So, and I speak it to the fellas because, you know, the fellas really need to understand. They probably already do. I'm not probably telling you or teaching you anything new. You probably already don't know. However, what I am going to share with you is this, right? So, I think like this. You know, this is coming from West Indian background. My mom's side from Barbados, Barbados, whatever. Anybody from Barbados out there? What up? What up? What up? What's going on? What's going on? All right. So, here it is now. So, if I'm going to be frank and honest with you, for any man, you're supposed to make sure that you eat the cat first. Yeah, you heard eat what you the said. cat first. I'm going to tell you why, though. I'm going to tell you why. Thanks. When a woman gets hers first, she gonna be ready to do anything to you, okay? Depending on how good it is. It depending on, hey, that's what I'm saying. Now, if you need training, get yourself a grapefruit and eat. <laughs> get yourself a grapefruit because you know how hard it is to get that grapefruit meat out of that damn grapefruit. I'm telling you. Look, so, you know he's serious because he went into his native accent, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, but you gotta, you gotta eat it first before anything pops because if you do that, you learn so much about how her body gyrates, how her energy moves through your mouth. I mean, I'm trying to be too graphic, but I'm trying to give you like something to, to work off on your plate you see what i'm saying so you want to give her everything stimulate her body stimulate right because at that point she may be ready to suck your dick if she never sucked dick before and i mean now you got like you know y'all have ladies in the room right? i'm just the only guy in this room so am i am i right in what i'm saying what do y'all how do y'all feel about that because i feel like that should give y'all a little motivation i'm, I'm gonna tell you this you shouldn't shy away from sucking a dick if I'm <laughs> if I'm 
going to be in there giving you what you need, the pleasure firsthand. I'm going to say that if I'm <laughs> going to suck your dick, I'm going to suck it. And it doesn't matter. Because I've already decided. If I decided that I'm not going to do it, you eat me out. It's not going to change. Okay, so it. then this is the thing. So I, I need to kind of understand that's what's gonna go down <laughs> yeah. before anything because I could I could work with that, but I need to know like that's not gonna go down so I can yeah, properly yeah. prepare. Not gonna Just masturbation, just self love. Yes. Okay, okay. I have been loving on myself. You know, somebody actually shared something to me about masturbation. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Seriously, like, no, I, I, I someone I, I know very well. So, so, so basically, I had this conversation and we talked about how masturbation can um, really hurt the the mental processes for uh, you know just sex in the bed in general. So. When women get dildos, women get devices and those things, just like how men look at porn and those things, it automatically can psych people out from the experience or hunger or thirst for that person. Now, this is something that was shared, and it's not necessarily my personal beliefs, but I thought it was interesting. Because for you know men, if we always watch porn, we're always seeing those images, we're always seeing that movement on you know screen, and it's like women seeing you know, you know even porn as well. What I think it does, and it can it said it's happened before to some people, but it automatically takes away from that the experience of just thirsting after each other. So let's just say, if uh, so to speak, you take away all those images, all those devices, you set it aside, and you allow time to just build and build and build and build until you actually see that person. Think about how harder that nut might be, or how and, faster, or, or how faster, but it would probably be stronger. I mean, yeah, do you think, be. what do you think? I just think, I think it's okay. I think it's okay to masturbate. 
I don't see anything wrong. Like, it's couples that they're together, they sleep next to each other all the time, they have sex all the time, but they right. still have their own time mm-hmm. where they masturbate. To me, masturbating is something that's personal. It means different things for different people. Okay. Um, for me, masturbating is not going to stop me from wanting to have sex with my man because it's two, two separate pleasures. For me, it's not the same type of feeling than mm-hmm. it is when I'm with my man and when I'm with myself. Mm-hmm. So for me, it could be just, I just want to be by myself. I don't want you here right now. Or, but when I'm with my man, it's about a connection. It's about whatever we're doing in that moment. It's so much more than me masturbating by myself. It's a connection that I can't get without him being there. Mm -hmm. So it's, it doesn't take away from the excitement of the moment. Because I can't, I'm not going to please myself how you would please me. And you're not going to please me how I can please myself. So it's two separate type of, two separate things for me. Okay. Yeah, I'm raising my hand. Um, no, I agree with both with both people. Um, I personally think from being in a relationship, um, <laughs> it depends. So if you're in a relationship with someone, I would say that masturbation can kind of hinder you, mm-hmm. depending on what you and your partner are into. So masturbation, if you're in a relationship, is good for those times when you guys have a extended period away from each other. Mm-hmm. So if you live together, there's no reason why you're masturbating twice a day. Yeah. Or five times out of the week because that that is a sign of um, not being pleased from your right. partner, and then your sexual will go down, like he said, it will mm-hmm. because your desire for That's that person much. is not going to be fulfilled because you already know how to make yourself bust. You can make yourself bust when you're masturbating for five minutes for men and women, whereas when you're having a sexual act, it takes longer because there's things like foreplay, like he said. Or just either there's there's the quick pump or there's the the, well, the long the way average, to pump. The average sexual encounter is about seven minutes. Mm. It's not that long. Seven Depending minutes. On, the, no, it's not that long. Like seven. It's seven wow. to thirteen minutes. It's not that long. You think it's longer because you're in the act of it. Right. You're like shit. We've been up here by now. See, I be trying to prolong no. that shit. Like damn. <laughs> But the average of it is about seven mm. to thirteen minutes. Now you can go longer because you know, of course. You know, you might stop and do some more foreplay, or you might stop and change positions, or, you know, it can be longer, but the average time is about 7 to 13 minutes, and for masturbating, it's a little shorter than that. I can't remember exactly, though. But you have to be mm. careful, again, like I said, with masturbation, because you're, you're thinking about it in this, this context. When you're masturbating, yes, you may be thinking of your partner, but a lot of times people masturbate, it's the porn hub. When... Women and men, like yeah. you need something to jumpstart you because the physical person is not right there at that moment. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that maybe a move or something that you desire and your partner doesn't do it, so you are going to go to some type of porn website, so right. or whatever the case may be. So by the time your partner gets to you that day and you want to have sex, <laughs> they're looking for you to bust because that is their way of satisfaction. Okay, I'm doing my job, man and woman. And if you don't do that, then that's when you start having relationship problems when it comes to your sexual drive. So that's why I said masturbation is good if you're not in a relationship. Masturbation is different to me than actual foreplay. Mm-hmm. Because if you know that, say you have a woman or a man who only busses, because there's people who only mm-hmm. bust if it is fornication, I mean fornication, masturbation or some way, because you can touch yourself softer than the other person can, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then they're not gonna bust when you, when you're, you're, you know, your partner does it to you. And so that can cause 
um, insecurities within their relationship because it's like you're mm-hmm. saying men and women like you can do it but I can't do it you know I can't exactly. make you go there right. and for women 30% of women only have an orgasm anyway yeah. through penetration it's due clitoris because I think mm-hmm. I was talking to one of my male friends mm-hmm. and <clears throat> he was um, explaining about how his girlfriend never usually busts when they have sex but she seems to enjoy it and I explained that you know or try to boost the the, the morale, you know, saying like, hey, it's not you because everybody doesn't, you know, get to the climax the same way. It's yeah. just as long as everybody is getting something out of it they need. Mm-hmm. You're not going to just like, um, you're not going to, for women, it's not the same from, you know, like men. Like men, if you bust and it's like, okay, I, I made it. For women, we just may not, but we have enjoyed it because, mm-hmm. again, it's the clitoris stimulants and it's just you're doing it soft. Some people, when you're doing, um, you're having oral sex, a lot of men don't understand. You men, I hope you're listening. Some guys are really heavy. Oh, you're okay. very heavy, heavy tongued. I mean, and, and, touching and, our and clitoris is just like touching the head of your penis. Nobody, you don't want me touching all rough. Don't touch me all rough. That's just. Because it turns sh- us all and is. then we start faking. So that's where you come well, in. You know, I, I see this, you know, I kind of, over time, you know, my history of what I'm able to do. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you got to you, you got to really know the rhythm. You got to be able to, to match the rhythm of the woman that you're messing with. Yeah. You really and if she's and enjoying. moving a certain yeah. way or move? moving back yeah. a little bit, allow her to move into that position. Right. Don't be like, no, come here. No, I'm moving <laughs> because where I'm moving to is giving me pleasure. Right. Let me put my body where right. I need it to be. Right. So if I feel like like your mouth is too close to me and I move back a little bit, it's not that I'm Run. It's not always that somebody's running away from you guys. Please stop that. Stop running. Dude. <laughs> we're not. We're just trying to make this a pleasurable experience, okay? So I might move back a little bit because I don't want as you to be pushing down so hard. Right. So I'm moving back. But some guys don't know that the clit's under the hood. So you got to let your tongue feel out the, the, the actual clit because the clit will stimulate and get hard. And you can feel it. You know, tense up. So once you, as soon as you know that that's what you're feeling, you gotta play around with it a little bit. You gotta trick a little bit. You don't go too rough with it. I will say, I mean, I'm not no pussy eating expert now. I'm not no, <laughs> that's not the thing. We're not gonna say no falsehoods, but I just know that that's just some things you just gotta take your time, be patient with. Um, again, people look at porn and see that you gotta do all this crazy stuff. It really is not that. Now, if a woman literally is moving her pelvis, like Jamila talked about earlier, if she's moving her body, her lower waist with you, she's like losing her mind in that motherfucker. It's good. It's going good. Okay, she's not moving. Always. Not always. Sometimes, no, it's sometimes it hurts. Well, I mean, no, no, no. You know what what hurt looks like because no. you can no, see discomfort. Don't. No, you can't because we're, oh, no, I can't. we might not want to hurt your feelings. Oh, no. That's why like, y'all might not want to hurt. Just like if a woman is is, is dry and you don't want to hurt her feelings, it's, it's the same way as it's when, written all over my face. If I, if you sucking that dick and I'm feeling teeth, I'm gonna show you. Okay. <laughs> That, well, that's the <laughs> It's this thing where guys think for whatever. I don't know where this came from, but when a woman moves away, this thing where they want to get more aggressive yes. and say, come here and take this. Yeah. They think that you're supposed to join it and you're not. And it, it's moments, crazy. it's kind of like, but I'm not, I moved for uh-huh. a reason. Right. I didn't just move because if I was enjoying it, I wouldn't have moved. So, yeah. so let me ask you this. So, if, uh, let's just say, if I actually stop 
and I'd be like, hey, you know, you good? Da, da, da. I mean, do you feel like you would lose the interest right then? No. no, I'm doing like a like I'm doing a checker on you. Like, hey, we would prefer good? that. I would prefer okay. so. Yeah. Okay, so like, let's say we're like this. Y'all can't see this. We said my phone number. We're just, you know, going right. <laughs> and I move up a little bit. Uh-huh. I didn't move up enough for your dick to be out. I just moved up a little bit, and then you come ram it back in. <laughs> that yeah. does not help. This is, now I'm gonna move again, and then uh-huh. you gonna ram it back in. Eventually. Now you're going to get up or we're going to have problems. I'm like, look, I moved because it hurts. Okay. Because it does hurt. It it does hurt sometimes. If you doing too much, some of y'all gosh, y'all do too much, (laughs) way too much. Okay. I've had friends that have told me experiences and I'm just like, why? This is not a freaking porn. Like, why are y'all doing so much? Like, calm you, you your nerves. You understand, though, too, the reason why that's done is because, again, we are in a culture that hypersexualizes, you know, what you have to do in bed. And that, honestly, is what messed up a lot of, and I, uh, you know, situations. So I think it's this. You know, you got to understand who you, the age dynamic, who you're dealing with. You know, you're dealing with a man or you're going to deal with somebody in their early 20s. Because they're early, my early 20s, they're just trying to hump, get theirs, you know, you did not do all this crazy stuff. But a man that's actually, you know, really invested in you and what they're trying to do to you is going to take the time to explore you and want to figure out what's going to make you feel like you're going to nut first or whatever the case would be. And sometimes it's not always going to be the case. I mean, sometimes sex is selfish. You know, like, we're going to have to, I'm, maybe a situation where I may nut fast. They haven't put such a damn good. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be, you know, it's, it's almost like, I mean, fellas, don't get me wrong. Like, y'all be in there, and you just be hitting from the back. You're like, why the fuck your damn ass is so damn good? I'm really, I'm speaking from experience when I say that, but it's true. It's just like, you get, you just lose yourself, but you got to, it's all in the mind, too, at the same time. You just got to control yourself. Control how you, you know, use your best positions. I will say that. Use what you know you can do. Don't do nothing in there that you can't do. The if helicopter. Don't be trying know, to pick me up if you know you're going to drop me. Don't, don't do problem. no, right. Just keep it, yo, keep practice what's safe. That's all I will say. <laughs> it was a good point you made about knowing, like, the person that you're, you know, indulging in a sexual activity. Knowing what, what you know, <clears throat> arouses them. And not more so what arouses you, mm. you know, at the moment. Like, sometimes you be the one to start off with the oral sex and maybe not the other person. Like, flip it around because, you know, then you start doing that a lot. <clears throat> where it's just you, the person is start going to start feeling like their wants and needs are not being seen mm-hmm. when you're having sex. Like, I just think, like, sex is just fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> you know, I just think that it's one of those things where... You get you. I think you personally get better as you get older, or you're supposed to at least. But some people, I know you said, you know, it's like dealing with basically a man or or a boy. Um, some men or some grown men are still out here college fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> college fucking to me is that pound 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 pound. Bang bang bang. Because that's all they've been taught. So now bang. you know you have to find somebody that is willing to retrain again, mold you into yes. sex. And women have to start being more honest about how the experience is. Because if these guys had their heads hyped up so much, do you know how many times a guy has texted me and told me what he's going to do? And I text him back and say, just because that worked with whoever doesn't mean it's going to work with me. They'll be like, well, everybody else liked it. So you trying to tell me if I don't like something, it's my problem and not your problem? 
or the person that hypes you up for weeks. I mean, you even ready. Because, again, women are just like men. We get excited. Yes. We ready to go in there for the platform. Mm. And then you come in there and, like, little Twinkleberry. <laughs> and then, and then I'm not talking about size, but I'm just saying in general. Like, you come in there and I don't even know what you're doing. Like, I'm over there feeling like now that I should get paid for my services. So, how many of y'all ladies know the term um, slow roll it? Yeah, stroke it with the motion. Stroke it with the motion. See, she got some old folk around <laughs> her. And she knew what that song was right there. Let me tell you something. Somebody put me on to that. Somebody I knew very well. So she put me on to this song, and I first heard it. I had to laugh for a moment because, like, yo, this song is actually teaching me everything I need to know. <laughs> and that's what the song is telling you. Johnny you, Taylor, I think, right? Sheba Potson is a Johnny Taylor for the, the yeah. male version, right? <laughs> so, the, I listen to the, the female version. Now, the male version will give you something. But the female, obviously, she already know what is going to get you to where it's going to make her arousal. Slow road. Take your damn time. You know what I mean? Like, actually, you know, really, like, you know, you can work as everything about what you do inside and you work in that, that muscle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what will get you. Slow Take your damn time. Slow roll it. I'm 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 enjoying that you knew what that was. That was good. <laughs> Another one too. I can't think of the Stand name. Stand up in it. Stand up in it. <laughs> I said, "Dio, this is something you ought to know." <laughs> I was weak. You know what? I I was weak, but I do I enjoy that song. I thought I was the only one. I was like, you know, I can't play these around the kids because <laughs> get fired. But I was having a. a, a I said, you know what? I need somebody old school to remind me. <laughs> <laughs> they were nasty back in the day. Oh, absolutely. Real nasty. But they taught, they, they, they got they so many kids. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so today we're supposed to be talking about sluts, turning a hoe into a housewife, and mm. sex on the first date. Chris is already brewing, guys. Did you hear the x mm. Yes. So, <laughs> sluts. I have an issue with the term slut. I just... I don't agree with it. I just think that if you're an adult and you decide to have sex with whoever you're having sex with, how many other people you're having sex with, and you're being safe about it, and it's your business because you're a freaking adult, why do you have to be a slut? I just don't, I don't understand it. Why do you have to put a title on what somebody else is doing that don't have nothing to do with you? If they want to fuck this person, that, and the third and they're being safe about it, and they're getting tested on the regular, and they're using condoms or whatever it is that they want to do, they're freaking grown. Mind your business. You're just mad because you ain't getting none. That's what I think. Uh, I think that I agree, but I think that a lot of people with society has placed this stigma on what, set, what uh, a woman and a man should look like mm-hmm. in society and how you should carry yourself. And they given this... Um, generic list of morals and values that you should be um, following underneath of. So I think a lot of people get stuck underneath of that, not understand that everyone is their own person, mm-hmm. and that you know, not I mean, on a biblical standpoint for me, like you know, can't no one judge me but God. So right, or you know, or whoever you worship. I just think that a lot of people get away from that because it's like one standard fits all. And when they're talking about females in particular, the the female or I say female, but our species have been watched for years. It's like we're supposed to hold ourselves up to a certain standard. 
because of how people did in the old days. Um, and so for women, it has always been that stigma that if you sleep with 10 people or 15 people, now you are a loose person. Even like two or three people say, oh, if she say, <clears throat> excuse me, if she say two or three, that means it's six or seven. No. Well, they got different Drake. I said two <laughs> or three. But it's just, I don't, I don't, I never understood why a woman has to be a slut, but a guy is a player. Why a guy that sleeps around can enter into a marriage and now all of a sudden he's not a player anymore. He found his wife. But as there's this stigma that a woman that slept with a lot of people, you don't want to marry her because she slept with a lot of people she's a slut so she she shouldn't be able to get make the husband that she might want or the family that she might want because she slept with a lot of people but a dude can sleep with a lot of people and find his wife and now all of a sudden he's this man that oh he found his wife so all these other women don't marry more that doesn't either both of them can change their lives or both of them cannot so either mm-hmm. we're going to have the same standard for everybody or we're going to break that standard and just say, okay, I found somebody that I want to be with. I don't want to be a slut no more. Or if you want to be in a polyamorous relationship and you have those different type of standards where maybe we agree that we're allowed to sleep with other people and we have that base, then we're good. Why do you have to be a slut? I just, I've never understood the term slut or hoe. I just don't get it. So <laughs> let's kind of circle back a Y'all little bit. Y'all, Kristen over here thinking. <laughs> he been over here twiddling his fingers. See, we gotta like, like one type on the computer. Chris be over the room by the time both of us said. You see, that's what I'm here. I'm, I'm here to give you a collective. I'm here to give you from uh, not only from a, a foundational, uh, you know, knowledge set, but something based on experience and what I've seen. So when I look back. You know, as far as memory, as far as how we've always known women to be, and I'm, this is even going back to history books when I've always, you know, read stories from the 1920s, going even back to that. We always looked at our women as our flowers. Even in African culture, you know, our women is like our, you know, they are like literally our, our, our queens. They, they are our queens, right? So it's like, yeah, we, I mean, even in African culture, yeah, you know, men have many wives and, you know, the, and that's how it's always been. So we're seeing a, a shift. There's a there's a serious shift since way back when when, when we look at our women before, and we've always known them to be you know the you know the the caretaker of the family, um, you know gen, you know very gentle beings. Um, so the world is changing, and there is a shift. And I think even now there's a celebration of women being you know empowerment. I'm all for the empowerment of women. I'm all for women feeling you know, like their full feminist way. Um, and it's taken into a whole new light. I mean, we've got artists that praise women to be, you know, uh, out there and having just being real nasty. You know what I mean? And so, like, I have to be quite honest and say at, at first it, it was kind of shocking, but not really. I mean, we've seen it in Lil' Kim when she, you know, made her art, you know, her music back in the 90s or whatever. So um, what I'm what I'm kind of getting, the point I'm getting to is that I think a lot of it is, is that we felt a little uncomfortable with our, with women being that open in that way and, and being able to, you know, share themselves out there with many men. And, and, and I'll even kind of go back into a good show that's on Netflix right now, since we talked about Netflix earlier. 
She's Gotta Have It by Spike Lee. That's my You know, show. that's actually a really good... I just actually started watching it, and I'm like, I, I love Nola Darling. I love how, you know, you're seeing her, you know, point of view and, and how she sees these different men. And, um, and it, you know, at, at first I was like, yo, this is so wild. Like, she has all these different partners. Uh-oh. Oh, did y'all hear that? It's We got a, a thundering going on. That storm was aggressive. Especially since I talked about <laughs> these different experiences. Unleash the woman, Unleash that joint. It's just like out there, like you know, heard me talking. Shut up. I can do what I want. I get you. I hear you. No, seriously, though. I I mean, what I'm seeing is that, you know, all these different men are giving her what she wants, right? And something different about each of these guys. Mm -hmm. So I'm warming up to it. At first, I wasn't really an advocate. I was actually shocked that there were actually women out there that was you know, having like multiple partners and cool with it and just running wild and just losing their mind. And I just, I personally, um, I'm not an advocate for, you know, putting myself out there with different people. For me, because I'm more of an emotional person with you, you know what I mean? Like I, when I actually get into you, like I'm sitting on you. I can only do one at a time. So, <laughs> I mean, back in the day, you know, early 20s, whatever. Yeah, I had about my fair shit, you know, share and I was back and forth and all that stuff. But you know, as a get older, it's like, look, you had that period. It's a phase. It's a trend. And some people, they never lose out of that. They still in doing that. It's like, you know. And so I just think that every time you, you know, you put yourself out there, you shed chemicals. Okay. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, you know how there's a chemical combustion, a nuclear plant. Um, anytime two chemicals come together, two negatives. I'm not trying to break down science to you. But what I'm trying to say is... <laughs> Is that you may get a damn negative. You may get a situation where you may take on something that you're not prepared for. Yeah. You may mm-hmm. take on something that may stay on with you forever. STDs. Right. You see what I'm saying? STD. So, you know, I don't want to put myself in a situation where I can, you know, shed something. Because even when you wear an economy, you say, oh, I'm safe. We still safe fucking. And Jamila, I know you mentioned that earlier. Anything can still go no, down. You can still get herpes. It, absolutely, kiss it. All it's so it's so much of those, you know, um, situations where you know, anything could pop, and so you really got to be careful if that's the kind of lifestyle you want to live. I just think that I think it again. I think the media, social media, it, it depicts this false this false expectation that everything is going to be straight, it's just going to be nasty, it's just going to be fun. But even in the midst of nasty and, and fun. You know the devil lurks. It's Sunday. I gotta bring it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know the the demon. It, it still lurks. So you just you got to be careful. You got to understand that. And I again, I respect whatever you do. If that's what you do, do it. Um, but have some common sense about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Understand like really understand like oh this person got their papers. You know like are you checking for that? If that's how you're gonna be living. So yeah. I just don't think it's but it's I don't not safe I, enough yeah. out here in these yeah. streets. To not. be sleeping with a lot of people, but at the same time, it's just kind of like if that's what somebody wants to do, and they're being safe and they're taking care of themselves, they can do whatever they want to do. Why do they have to be a slut? Why do they have to be a hoe? Sure, it's, I think it's anything. Why is it anybody else's business yeah. that they yeah. want to have sex with multiple people? Mm-hmm. Um, leading up to my sex ed fact, <clears throat> and I don't know if y'all knew this, but there are three times in your life that your count resets. Okay, when you're 21 when you're 30, and when you turn 50. Okay, so it doesn't matter how many people you had in between that time, it resets. So it's like a whole new cycle. 
Um, you can't find that sex effect anywhere but at melanamessages.com. <laughs> um, that's just a fact to me, you know, <laughs> just recess. If you, if you're into the whole slut, slut thing and you want to be a slut and you identify as a slut, just know that when you turn 21, it resets. So technically you're not a slut anymore. You're almost a virgin. And then when you're 30, it does it again. It resets. You're almost a virgin. Okay. You might not be able to wear a white dress, but you know, beige will work. Um, and then when you're 50, when you're 50, you shouldn't give a damn. You should be out here twerking and dropping it low if you want to, okay? At 50 what, years old? Well, you can't if remember you half of them by then, so that's why it recess, guys. Women's sex drive increase as they get older. Men's sex drive mm. drop. Well, I don't yes. know about that. I don't think sex drive drops. I think they're tools stop working as good as they yes. were. Yeah, no doubt. But I think in like in the 30s is when y'all get heightened. But <laughs> you forgot menopause. That shit is real. Yeah, but doesn't it stop you need from one and a half sex? That just makes, that just my period this, is This is where I've, yeah. I've talked to older women too. They, you know, they don't want to be it. dry. Yeah. And it, you know, yeah, they have they're to work dry. through that. That doesn't mean that they don't want to have sex. Okay. Being they, dry and not wanting to have sex is two different things. At 50 though, a lot of, a lot of I'll, I'll speak for so my I know my mom speaks on it all the time. She always says, I use my coochie when I was old, young. I, <laughs> I use it as much as I could. And now she resting. So, you know, and I have said that and everything. And they're just, like, comfortable with that. It's like they may do it every holiday or something like that. But they don't do it as frequently because they don't want to be bothered. Like, and she's in, she's past the menopause stage right now. Mm-hmm. And she's definitely not whereas my aunt is like ready to to, to hump the counters if she could and yeah. she's like 55 it's people mm-hmm. in nursing homes that are fucking well they have nothing else to do <laughs> they have anything else to do to be honest but you know what <laughs> but you know what that's a fact because in the nursing homes the, they have like a high rate of STDs in nursing mm-hmm. homes I've heard that imagine heard your that. grandma tell coming to you saying I got the class See, oh, baby, I, I don't even want to picture that. Herpes. You know what I mean? Like, baby, and, 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 and I'm like, stop yeah. I mean, they're, they're jumping from wheelchair to wheelchair in there. That's like, wild. literally, like, busting it wide open. Honey. It's, 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 it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely different. But yeah, guys, um, those are her facts that she put on her side of the page. But I've never heard that before. I, think, I told you it's found on melanomessages.com. It's a new fact that I just created. And y'all need to get with it. Just like the five levels of dating in the last podcast. See, I that just made more sense another one. Because we could probably read that so <laughs> But but I don't I think the reset started with people who had counted their numbers and it wasn't to their liking and they created yeah. this So if you reversal thing that doesn't work <laughs> if you count and you believe in sluts 21, 30, and 50. You reset. It's almost like going back to being a virgin, okay? Just don't listen to them. Just listen to me. Focus well, on my voice. Drop down uh, so <laughs> what you guys can do because I would like to hear this shit. Um, you can <laughs> comment <laughs> below and uh, let me know if that is something that you go by <laughs> these Jamila standards. I would like to really hear about this erasal. I have great standards, guys. <laughs> Erase it. It's okay. <sighs> okay. Now it's time for Q&A. So we have some questions for you. We have five <coughs> questions. You're going to be able to answer them. The first one is, how many sex partners is too much? 
Hmm. Well, I think it's anything over. I'm giving a really a crazy number here, but maybe like eighty. I think that's a lot. I think generally most people. If you're eighty years old, that's one a year. That's not no, a lot. I'm saying like if you my age, I'm thirty. I'm gonna be thirty two. <laughs> In October. <laughs> Don't look at me like this. So that's about an average of probably about 11 to 12 women a year, you know, since when I first started at 19, and I'll put it out there. So, you know, I think that that should be, I mean, for a woman, I, I, I think anything over that is probably wild. I mean, but then again, even though 80 for a woman, I think is a lot too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, well, damn, you just... You know, but I mean, hey, I mean, at this point, you know, I don't think I even want to know truly if I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think I really even need to know all that because I, you can't expect to get purity these days. I mean, that's just a false, a false expectation. Now, yeah, I agree with that. Like, <laughs> eighty is a lot. I, I don't. Have, yeah, eighty is a lot. So eighty is like, if you have eighty, just don't tell me. As long as we get tested, we know we're fine. Don't yeah. tell me unless it's somebody I introduce you to, and you they're part of the eighty yes. <laughs> percent that you didn't bang. Then now I need to know if it's close enough, you know. But I would want to know, like, if you have one hundred or two hundred plus, because in my head. <laughs> You can't shed skin. <laughs> in my mind, I would want you to shed that penis. To me, and I would give me a new one. I would assume. <laughs> I would assume you have commitment issues if you've been with that many people. Sexual partners. Yeah, I would think really? that you have some type of commitment issue to staying with one or maybe sticking with these one or two people or having you no know, like having like a rotation. So if you're sleeping with eleven or twelve people in a year. Mm-hmm. You couldn't find nobody to be your fuck buddy? Some people don't want that. Some people like no, variety, like you just having a bunch of... So then when you get to me, I'm going to think, okay, so this is your pattern. Mm-hmm. And you want... You like all of that variety. Well, I like monogamous relationships. How mm-hmm. is that going to work for you if mm-hmm. you're used to that much variety? I well, think... People change. Change. I don't yeah. think that's in, in, in one time, though. I'm just yeah. giving you a synopsis of... No, I mean... I, over I got it. I was 19 to 32, average. I mean, we're looking at averages, so it's like... I'm just giving you... Maybe one year would have been more than that. It just depends on the situation. There's not every situation where in my early year years where I was just like thinking about relationships. I was just really just having a good time. No, I'm, I'm, I'm so, going off of, you said at 32, right. it was 80. So you said that's about 11 a year. So if you're on still average, doing that now, into no. 32, then I would, my question right. would be, now, now why I, are you still doing that right. into 32, but you right. want a relationship? Well, right. that doesn't make sense. That's like a different scenario than what I think he was talking about. He's mm-hmm. talking about over the span. Over the That's right. It's high, over I the know, span. College to whatever. That's to if I had travel. to average it out. But, you know, again, the last two, three years, I have settled myself a whole lot more now um, because I understand that it's not, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for me to put myself out there and shed my chemicals, as we're talking about, out there because it doesn't, it's not safe, but it's also not uh, congruent to my future, what I'm looking at as far as building a family someday. So exactly, and I don't like wasting my time. Okay. Like having sex with people and then it don't it ends up not being what you wanted is a complete waste of time. Like I just exchange energies with you for absolutely no reason. So now I'm just like I don't want nobody in my space unless there's a reason why you're in my space. Well, I I think with the, the whole day because I get I get your 
your view of it because uh, when I was single, me. oh my Jesus. Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm so Excuse sorry. Me. I did uh, not know that was coming out. Oh God, she, I think she has GERD. I think. Um, so like, um, when I was single and I had you know my list like Jamila has, you know, I thought the same way too until I I woke up and I was like, you know what, you have to be flexible, not to the point where you're dropping your standards, but you have to be flexible because no one's perfect. I'm more flexible. And I date dudes with kids now. I know, but hmm. this is the thing <laughs> with that. When we talking about we talking about with the sexual piece, you know, as far as that goes, I think that <laughs> uh, when getting into a situation, a better way that worked for me is to not put my the my temple because this is what is the temple. I didn't put my temple mm-hmm. out there first. Because yeah. the first thing you do see is attraction. So once you get past that attraction and you get to know the person, mm-hmm. that'll come later. Yeah. So it's like That's you won't look said. at it as I a waste wanna... of time if you don't give it up too quick. And and I mean, I give it up too quick. I mean, give it up before you're ready. So past the lust, because we all have the lust phase and all mm-hmm. that. If you can break past that and get to a whole nother level. Yeah, then that's you what won't... I just said. I'm not out here giving it up because it will be. So if the first thing that we do is have sex and then I don't like it, and then I get to know you, it, it's, it's backwards. Like mm. like what you just said, sex should not be the first thing that we do. Mm. Like that should be something done later on after I get to know you, after I decide whether I like you or not. So that's what I meant by I'm wasting my time by out here having sex with people and then I decide I don't like you. So mm. now I just had sex with you for no reason, so I just gave you my energy for no reason. Like I should have just gotten to know you first. That's what I meant by I'm just not in that mode of oh okay cool we've been kicking it for a while let's Netflix and chill I I don't want to do that like I would mm-hmm. rather get to know you to me doing our first couple of weeks or a couple of days of getting to know each other you have absolutely no reason to come to my house I think that's fair I think I think it's fair because you know you, there's no type of establishment you have to establish where the boundaries lie first and I've had a situation where yeah, we, we we first messed around, and I remember her exact words, I think, like, afterwards was straight up, what are we? And I was taken back by it, because I was just like, well, damn. <laughs> like, uh, we're finished for the night. <laughs> 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 well, we're done. Right, we're like, I'll check back with you on that. But it's it, you have to, I had to realize, too, at the same time, like, that was a very immature situation, because... Honestly, we should have just said, hey, this is where we at. I like you. You like me. Let's just take it to that level. Um, before that even happened. Maybe that was the you know the downfall of that, that whole situation. But I don't think that takes away from somebody having uh, the ability to be loyal to somebody or the ability to commit. Um, I think people have to learn you know, through their own experiences mm-hmm. when they get younger. And eventually, they do get older. Men, we do mature a little later. No, and I we, mean, um, if you stopped having sex with a lot of right. people, that's fine. But right. if you're continuing to, continuing to do it up until you're 32, sure. and now Absolutely. all of a sudden you meet me and you're saying, oh, I'm not going to do that anymore, what right. proof do you have right. that you're ready for that type of commitment because you haven't stopped on your own? People don't stop stuff for other people. They stop stuff for themselves. I so agree. if you're not going to stop yeah. it for yourself, what proof do I have that you're going to, quote, stop it for me? Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to stop for me. You stop doing things for yourself. You don't meet me and decide, oh, well, I'm not going to be having sex with a whole lot of people. Otherwise, cheating wouldn't be a thing. Mm -hmm. You stop doing things because you want to stop doing things. So if I meet you at 32 and just last year you had 13 
sex partners, I'm going to ask you, are you ready to enter into this new year and you're not having 13 sex partners? Because guess what? It's going to be just me because I want a monogamous relationship. And you look at me and say, yes, I'm like, but where in your history shows that you're that you want to do that? Mm -hmm. And you're stopping because I'm telling you that I want you to stop. But you haven't shown me any proof that you want to stop. So that's that's what I meant by that. Mm -hmm. I need to see that you want it, not just right. me. Don't mm -hmm. don't stop doing you because I want a monogamous relationship. You have to want that too. Sure, and I think that's a challenge for most guys to step up. And just one of the challenges that people, at couples, or people who are potentially dating each other, put to each other. If I mean, a good woman is going to challenge you. First of all, she's going to say, "Hey, I, I expect this is my expectations. If this is something you can't meet." I can't work with you. And that same thing goes for the guy. Mm -hmm. And I think if any anybody truly is, you know, challenging you, it should be for something that's actually for the benefit, the good of the person anyway. Um, so obviously I don't see any contention in how that could be an issue, you know, as far as the other party is saying, hey, look, you know what? I met this person. She challenged me. I was living this life. Good movie. I can speak on this. Boomerang. Right. You know, this is actually a perfect example. Now, you know, Eddie Murphy in that movie. You know, he was he was that kind of dude. He was you know out there, get any woman he want. He had that right. <laughs> he, he had that woman. He had, he made his stop. toes curl and all that stuff. But he didn't stop for her. He stopped because he decided to stop. Right, but still right. Okay. But still, exactly. still a challenge. It was like he looked at Halle Berry. It was like, damn, like that's who I really want to be with. Right. And so when a man is challenging that way, he really finds something that he. That is so different and so like to what he feels is is best for him. Yes, he's gonna stop because the motivation is from yeah, that but person. That, that person is temp. That motivation is temporary. So I'm stopping now because I love you that much now. But what's gonna make you stop permanently is the fact that you want to stop yourself. So you can okay. stop now because you really feeling this and you know what my expectations are. But as we enter into our journey and you're still getting all that temptation, the only thing that's going to stop you is you. You liking me that much is not going to stop that temptation from coming and it's not going to stop you from giving in to that temptation. That's where love what's comes in. Stop you I think you, that's where love but comes you, in. Yeah, and you respecting you know, that's that person. The, that's what's what sustains that whole yeah. situation is... You know, I have deep love for somebody. I'm not going to do anything to hurt that person because I understand um, for a couple of reasons. You know, it's not helpful to our relationship. Um, it's, it's definitely a detractor to our relationship to even grow. Why would I even want to continue, you know, doing those wrongs and I actually am in love with this person? Yeah, now, that's what you, you see what I'm saying? You decide so, that. But the person still is the, the shell of it all is, yes, it's what you want to do, but it's still a person or what you see in that person that helps you sustain those positive things. So yes, the the big picture is it's you that's changing, but that person is helping you to change as well. Because without that person or a new outlook, yes, you would still you would stay the same. But when you find someone who brings it out of you, it's a, it's it's a partnership. So yes, it starts with you, but that person is the one that makes you go the extra mile. People cheat, yes, because they want to, but people also don't cheat because they love where they're at. They love what they they don't want to lose something. So that's where the other person comes in to be that the reason why they do stay the straight and narrow path. Because you could be with somebody for years. You, you ever heard that expression, you never really know somebody? So no one tells you everything about themselves. So Everybody doesn't know everything about themselves. I mean, I might like Cheerios today and hate Cheerios tomorrow. I just don't know it until it happens. 
I mean, I know, but when you're speaking in a relationship standpoint, whether you with somebody or you're not with somebody, you can get your time wasted. Whether they up front with you about 13 people or two people, you can get your time wasted. It's like, right, life is like Russian roulette. You don't know what you're going to get. You can spend, you you know, a person can sit down here, break down so you have a whole plan of what they want from you, what they need, what they can bring to the table, and do the complete opposite two years or three years down, a, down the line. It really is up to the individual. So when you're going into dating and going into building relationships, um, you don't leave, you don't drop your standards, of course, no. But you do become more flexible as time goes on because you have to take it for face value. You have to decide how much trust and power you're going to give to somebody, but you have to love and you have to like as you go. Mm-hmm. You know, keep it in a flow. Don't keep it in a box because then you may say, "Oh, well, this person, well, you got thirteen. You were just with thirteen bitches last week." Well, five months ago, what makes me think you want me? It's not even that. It's you knowing your worth and saying, okay, well, I am this, I'm this, that, and that. So why wouldn't they want to? And that can make someone change, do it, mm-hmm. do a 360, along with them wanting to change for themselves first. But what they see that you can offer could be greater than any 13 people they didn't slept with. So that's my point of view from it. Because I've, I've known people and I've been in situations where, yes, they were pouring or whatever you want to call it or this person and that person but it was something about the person that they wanted to be with that made them say hey this isn't worth it so you look at all those aspects and then that's why it's important to build a foundation with somebody and be their friends because most of the time when you're friends with somebody it's easier for you to slow down because again you have that attachment you don't want to hurt the person so i think that from my experience with relationships i had to loosen up a little bit you know, and I had to think about it this way. Anybody can hurt you. Mm-hmm. Everybody, anybody can talk a good game. It doesn't matter if they were talking to 15 people uh, throughout the year and they slept with X, Y, and Z. Because I wouldn't even bring it up personally. Like yeah. me, I, I wouldn't talk about how many it. people they had sex with in the past. Because then you start it's talking irrelevant. about yeah, you talk you start talking about past situations that had nothing to do with you. Exactly. It was before you. So mm-hmm. if you bring in you bring that into a current situation. You're never going to give the relationship or friendship or whatever a fair shot because you're thinking about what they did all year when it's not about them, the people in the past. It's about you and that person trying to move forward. And you set the standards. Okay, you know what? I might be a little uncomfortable with this. I'll let you know, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to, it's not going to define me. I'm going to give you an open chance until you do something that I feel like is a red flag. And then we are addressing the situation then. But I'm not going to, you know, go into a situation, you know, about talking about, you know, oh, well, you slept with 13 people. What if that's the, <laughs> what if that's the um, only number you have, 13 people? It was all in that year. Maybe you was going through something. Because everybody handles depression, anxiety, whatever. They handle mm-hmm. it differently. So that could be in their way to cope with something. And then they come to you and you're like a shining grace. And it's like, oh, well, what is it about me? And it's like knowing that, having that self-worth. It's not... Oh, well, I'm just another person. No, you know, what am I worth to have somebody or the I have the ability or, you know, that personality that somebody wants to be a, a greater version of themselves. That's like a, a proud thing to me. That's just my experience. Everybody has an ability to change. Everybody has an ability or the, the motivation to change um, if it means something that's important to them, if it's something that's important to them. Um, and I think that 
you know what people go through as, as tiffany mentioned earlier if people go through things um i for one have learned a lot about myself throughout these couple of years um over the last 10 years you know and so um you know and i think a lot of it is a person's background their growth you know society nature nurture you know we think about all those things that um what somebody goes through in life and what they're exposed to right which is a key factor people don't also talk about too is what they're exposed to can determine what their likelihood is as far as in their adult life so um you know hey we've all done some things that we're not necessarily proud of we all have backgrounds everybody's you know, not necessarily perfect, but at the same time, we are, um, I think we're always learning and growing. I think about, uh, you know, and that's one thing that's unique about um, about us as humans that we can, um, over time, some people get it, some people don't, but we eventually do learn. And we, hopefully there's something that comes across our way that does say, okay, I'm ready to, to change and ready to put away those, um, those childish acts because it is, um, and, and be able to grow from it, you know, and that's, that's, that's what defines really a boy to a man. I think that's really what it, it means. Or even for just somebody who's being honest and adult. So, yeah. Um, we don't have time for our last question. So we're going to go straight into our quote and then our announcements. And we're going to close it out. All right, all right. Okay, so for our quote of the day, since we were just talking about this, um, it says, the minute you realize your worth, you shift your energy to attract new people who respect your worth. It starts with you first. Mm. So if you respect yourself, um, firm believer that you attract people like-minded to you. Um, and you teach people how to love you and how to respect you. And exactly. It's, so, you know, if <laughs> if you want to put yourself out there as promiscuous or whatever the case may be, then in return, sometimes you may find that type of person. If you mm -hmm. put yourself out there as someone who loves yourself and values yourself, then someone will love and value you back. Well you said, well said. Last thing I will say, you can actually follow me on Snapchat as crud004. Um, I am also on Twitter as I'm finding my, my Twitter name here so that you guys can follow me there as well. Um, you can find me at Soka Monarch eighty seven on Twitter as well. So, um, or Facebook Christopher Rudder. So um, it was definitely great to be here, and I definitely thank Melanin Messages for having me. It was uh, very fun and very insightful as well at the same time as we uh, discuss this topic. And it's time for our announcements. So we don't really have any announcements today. If you'd like to be a guest on a podcast, please send us an email at melaninmessages at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, melaninmessages.com, and send us a contact form. Um, and then we can link up that way. You can always slide in our DMs on Instagram, Twitter. Don't slide in our DMs on Twitter because, as we have said before, we don't really check Twitter like that. So Facebook or Instagram, everything is Melanin Messages. If you don't know how to spell it, because you're like me, it's M-E-L-A-N-I-N, Messages, M-E-S-S-A-G-E-S, -S -S -E -S, and that is on all of our social media. Make sure you listen to our podcast. We're on iTunes, YouTube, I also upload videos on Facebook. Um, we're also on SoundCloud and Listen, let us know what you think. Make sure you're commenting, following us, answering all of our questions. And that's it.